Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. And a good morning at you. It's a, a Tuesday in July, the 10th to be specific. And uh, being a Tuesday, that means my sister Susan is uh, joining us for the hour. Hi, Suze. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm okay. I'm in my house. Oh, you are? You're in Chicago. I didn't know. I didn't know yeah. where, you, where you were. Okay. Well, half the time, either do I. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm glad you're in your own home for a little while. And our yeah. our, our mother's home is being uh, fixed. Our mother's home is being fixed, but yet another tragedy hit Whitney Street. What? Um... Mother's brand new next door neighbor just uh, trotted off this mortal coil unexpectedly yesterday. Oh my! The people it's who... like it's like uh, God is pointing his finger at this side <laughs> of. <laughs> Are you kidding? The people the who moved into that little house next door. So, yeah, and the, the wife just had a heart attack. I <gasps> think. And that oh was my. that. Oh my! Well, maybe the lightning so was supposed to. all the neighbors came rushing out yeah. again with casseroles. I think that mother says they're looking vaguely exhausted. God. Okay. Yeah, well, that tree on mom's house, and then and, and then, then one the next, week later, that yeah. the next door neighbor. Right. Jeez. So okay. that's not of any importance to anyone but no, mom, no. who's vaguely vaguely freaked, and it's very sad. But yeah. Well. Ah. Well, to us survivors, and I think she sits around and goes, "Well, how come she gets the bolts of lightning and I don't?" You know, Mom's really at that stage; she's getting grumpy about this. Oh <laughs> God! Listen, you have to. Re- we'll no, have to. Re- well, we have to remind her that she's often says, "I love life." Well, actually, what she said right before I left is, "I just love this earth." There you go. So she ain't. She no. doesn't really. No, mean no, no, it. no, She's no. just curious. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, we should get to the show. Okay. This is my mind skittering off everything else. No, no, no. I mean, I I have to tell you. I mean, the, the, thank God there's wonderful news today with every. All those kids. There's a lot of wonderful news. There is. I mean, I'm waiting for their for the seals to come out, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's all what... of the all of those kids and that coach got rescued in the rainy season. I know. There Amazing. is nothing short of you know. I guess it's miraculous, um, and that's it's miraculous. Not to overuse the term, as is finding that baby that was buried quote somewhere in the mountains unquote. And yeah. that baby is fine. This is some guy who buried a baby. I, I, I just saw a little item. And where was this? Well, he didn't bury her very well, but he was very shallowly and probably saved his life because he covered him with leaves and dirt and probably kept the poor thing warm in 45-degree temperature. Where was this? Um, in the mountains, in, I know, was it Montana or something? Guy was nuts or on drugs or something. And uh, Was it his kid? And the cops found him, and then he said he may have let, buried a baby up in the mountains, and they found the kid. Alive. And the kid's okay. Yeah, the kid's are, Was it his kid? We don't know. They are not releasing his Well, I mean, my God. Okay, all right. I... I have to tell you, I other than the miraculous uh, rescue in Thailand, I um, I found the news today unbearable. I mean, there was one sto- anxiety-producing story after another, and I literally, I, Susan, I, I I don't know that I've told you, uh, this is my last show for a little bit. I'm I'm taken off again. I can't do it. No, you haven't told me, but thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely... How long are we taking you? Will you come visit me or something? No, I'm going back. I'm going back to oh, the... Oh, right. You're, going, you're getting right. your money's worth this time. Yeah, 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 I hope. I'm just going back and, and trying to... A new infusion of... Uh, 
of Zen or whatever. I I just okay. So are we taking a week or two weeks? A week or a month? No, a week. A I week. think, but everything remains in flux as far as I'm concerned. I really. Um, it gets very difficult. I get it, and I think you, and I, you need to pay, pace yourself and take a break. I think I understand that, and I think everybody that I think, loves you understands. I think that. everybody understands it because I think we're all struggling. Um, we're all fatigued, and we have to sort of right. do what we need to do in order not to, right. to be able to maintain for the long run, right. which is you know what we got to do. Well, the we long run is what is the prize. The long run is what we're in, and that's what our side has been woeful at. Um, no quick fixes here now. The long run, we're looking at a decades-long fight. If if an well, uncertain know, the, the fight. The New York Times, the New York Times tells us why Democrats are bad at this today. Because they don't vote because in midterms. Because our brains work against us, and uh, Democrats are obviously more concerned with shorter, easily attained goals and instant gratification than they are with the long-term goal of saving our nation, which takes, uh, uh, um, it takes a, a, a brain that is willing to give up short-term for long-term, and apparently our brains are conditioned against that. What? And Just, uh, what, I mean, yeah. whose brains? Are you saying Democrats? All brains. I mean, All there's brains, actually yeah. a, an article on it, in the, not related to politics, but it explains this, too. It explains why... When I set a task for myself that, like, I'm going to finally put everything in my house where I want it as opposed to where it landed when I moved here, yeah, I can do anything but. I will unload the dishwasher. I will um, then magically find myself doing something in another room, which leads to me magically doing something in another room. And before I know, the long-term, harder-reached goal is gone. But apparently it's our brain chemistry that makes us do that i'm just saying geez i don't <laughs> all right well we're um i mean the fact is uh the country's in in trouble i mean serious trouble and uh the i, I don't want to keep repeating myself but the most the most frightening thing is how so many of our country uh men don't uh acknowledge it don't see it and are just going to fritter away uh, everything that we've um, accomplished post-World War II, the entire uh, international everything. order that uh, was set up after the horror of World War II right. uh, is being we, dismantled. President playing with Putin. Right, I, is being dismantled amazing. by this president. And it is, it is truly frightening. Uh, uh, there's... Well, okay, I don't I want mean, to. and he's not even a quizzling. I mean, a quizzling implies some sort of subterfuge. He's just flat out saying, this is my policy, turning yeah. our friends into our foes and our foes into our friends. That's right. And uh, it, it presages some bad times ahead. There's, there's no easy way around it. Um, I, I, I really. So, you know what? The, I think it was um, maybe a few days ago that the, uh, the letters section of the, of the New York Times did ask people to their ideas about how to change uh, the con how you would amend the Constitution. <laughs> I mean, is the Constitution... Um, serving us uh, well. And I, you know, I have to say, um, one of the people said this, and I think it is so true. He says, the Constitution has too many flaws to patch it up with a few amendments. It is thoroughly unfit. This is the Constitution he's talking about. It is thoroughly unfit for a nation of 330 million people in 50 unequal states with 21st century problems, values, and ideals. And what this guy is saying is, 
you know, as as much as we've learned to revere the document, the Constitution, and what the founders did back then, it was an entirely different time in a small nation. It is not the nation and time that exists now. And in fact, if we were to draw up a Constitution that would serve this country as constituted now, it would vary quite a bit from the Constitution they drew up back in the uh, 1700s. Well, it would, and that's why I, I argue that we have to keep it. I mean, it's like, it's like suggesting that we remove gravity and see what happens. Um, everything would just fly, fly away. You, there, there's no way that states would be able to renegotiate a, a common goal um, and keep state interests in mind. It's much easier. I disagree with this guy entirely. It's much easier to amend a constitution. I mean, if, it's next if, to if, impossible. To thinking, <laughs> it, it's easier to get two thirds votes to get rid of the uh, the um, electoral college than it would be to get 50 states to agree on a new constitution. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that we need a totally new constitution. Obviously, some of well, it works. Yeah. He's saying the document is too old to expect to be fixed with, with you know, Band-Aids. So what does that suggest he's saying? Throw it out. Start yeah, I mean, I'm starting, I'm starting to wonder if even a, a parliamentary system wouldn't work better and be more representative. I, I, I just don't know. We are... Obviously, the Electoral College is a huge problem. Uh, the well, it takes away the it takes away one man or one person one vote. That's right. It sure does. It sure it, does that. You know. And also, the uh, the Senate makeup allows for uh, uh, also a rep- unfair representation. The fact that the right. citizens of Montana of whom there are, what, 12, uh, have two senators, and the millions and millions and millions of people of California have two senators. That's nuts. That is flat-out nuts and gives always these um, big, huge conservative states undue influence on our country. It's... Right, and it's 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 sort of you know the unintended consequence of trying to make sure that people living in vast stretches weren't outnumbered by urban dwellers, you know, in terms of interest. I mean, I understand how they got there in a, in a much newer country in a less populated time. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, if I were in California, I would be for breaking up the state into three states. I, I mean, at, at least you'd you'd triple your representation. Well, technically not, because you would then be part of a smaller state. I don't know. That's not going to happen either. Well, I mean, first of all, senators it, for each state. it won't be allowed. It, first of all, it won't be allowed. I mean, there's, there's no way they're going to be able to do it. And uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't know. So anyway, I'm, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in a state of absolute I know. despair I mean, right I now. just... I'm I I'm I my mind has been hopping around all morning just you know because there's so much going on here, and one of the things that caught my eye was the the guy that was has been chosen to shepherd the Kavanaugh um, uh, nomination through the Senate is not who one would expect. He's a guy that represents health care uh, interests. Um, as in, I don't know. I don't know how representing health care means um, denying it to people, but that's apparently what he's going to do. So for no good reason, I think the Republicans are, are trying to focus discussion on health care, which is like canding a uh, big, you know, shiny apple to Democrats um, to oppose I don't know him. if we're going to be in trouble if we take a bite, but they're trying to get rid of pre-existing conditions. Yes, and they there's are. sort of a rule that a privilege granted is a right denied. So now that people have been granted, you know, what in this country appears to be a privilege of being able to be sick 
um, as a child and still get coverage for the rest of your life. Um, I, it seems to me that, that there's no really good reason to hand this to us because everybody wants, everybody's been outed with their pre-existing conditions. And yes, there's an out as long as you stay continually insured, it won't be an issue for you. Well, for but... anybody that might lose a job and fall into hard times and you've outed yourself with pre-existing conditions, you're now sunk. You're not only out of a job, you're out of health insurance. Unless you get the back cru- into another the cruelty, job. The cruelty unleashed in our country right now is, is, uh, is what I cannot, uh, I just can't stomach it. Uh, did you see that a woman in New Jersey died in her house? She required oxygen. Yeah, and the and the and electric the company, electric off company her turned off her turned off her power and killed her. I, this is the kind of country we live in. Um, I didn't read that article. Was there a snafu? I mean, electric companies generally have rules about things like I don't that. Know. I don't know. All that I they know aren't allowed is to turn off the this is an ugly, ugly country now. For medical equipment. Yeah. Well, fine. Uh, we have a call. <laughs> We have a call. Hello. Caller? Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, hey, I just wanted to say that uh, Democrats say we're a democracy, which I don't believe. I think we're a fascist country. Corporations run, make the laws. And I think two things are going to destroy us. It's the defense spending or global warming, one of the two or both. Well, that's that's just my opinion. Okay, well, no, I, I I don't think anyone in their right mind would say we are a democracy. We we are, I yeah, think, closer that, to an. Don't preach that we are, but we're. Well, not. we're not. We're an oligarchy now. No, we. Yeah, that's what we are. We're an oligarchy we're heading toward uh, a very kind of fascistic. Uh, uh, now, well, even at best, we were never a democracy. We are a representative form repu- of government. Yeah, so. right. A republic, <clears throat> right. So no, we're um, we're in grave grave danger, we really are. Yeah. So. Yeah, we are. Okay, thank you, I don't know. thank you. Okay, yeah, thank we, you. we ain't what we uh, learned in civics class, and uh, we ain't what we purport to be. Um. So today, I guess some of those kids are going to be reunited with the ones under five, might get reunited with their parents. However, not anyone. Some of them, yeah. Not, and this was the day that the federal judge said they all had to be, under five had to be. And they, the government's not getting even close to that. And um, what is the, are there any consequences suffered when a federal, you know, if a federal judge told me I had to do something by a certain date and I didn't, what would happen to You'd me? You'd be in contempt and in jail. Yes. So what I'm wondering is why then wouldn't the uh, Kirsten, whatever friggin' name is, Nielsen, the head of the uh, Department of Homeland Security, and why wouldn't uh, the head of Health and Human Services, the two agencies uh, involved here, why wouldn't they both be held in contempt and thrown in jail? They should. I'd like to know why they haven't been charged with kidnapping. That too. I mean, they took they took these children away from their parents with no intention of ever giving them back. It no seems that intention. way. Well, because they had no no way in place to do it, they, and then they they, did, they, they deport they, the they, parents. There was no end game there, and if you talk to people, they you ask them what appropriate end game for these kids was. It was foster care. And stick them with anyone they can find and or foster care. And not to go back to the parents. Inevitably also adoption. There is one agency. That's right. That's right. There's they an agency in California that that's right. They were stealing kids. I, I mean, people do end up in jail for this. I our own government is basically trafficking. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I'm just, you know, a country that traumatizes children. And uh, I don't know if you also saw today the uh, ungodly photo of a 91-year-old man 
beaten bloody, his face just blood, his ribs cracked. He is uh, a Mexican-American who was walking down the street and was attacked by a woman with a brick, 91 years old, as she screamed at him, go back to your country. Well, is she in jail? No, the police are looking for her. There was an eyewitness, so you tell me how hard it can be to find. I'd like her strung up. 91-year-old man. This well, is you our gotta pick on someone that you can kill. I mean, you don't want to oh. get actually hurt. Babies and 91-year-olds. The ugliness, the cruelty. I just oh, well, just put just support the the judges that are faced with with children under the age of five oh. who have no guardian ad litem in court, and he's asking them whether they understand the charges. You have these and little Susan. You're right. infants in front of them. They have had babies, one-year-old babies, in court, and a judge is saying, "I'm supposed to ask this baby if he understands." There's no guardian. There's nobody speaking for the child. This. And there are children who don't understand the language, whose feet are, you know, way, way can't even touch the floor. And they're in this cold courtroom with this big guy looking down at them, and there is no representation. And this is America? I'm just asking, is this the country I'm supposed to pledge allegiance to? This is the country I am supposed to love and revere? I don't recognize this country. I'm telling you, we should all be taking a knee knee. every time they play that anthem. We should Everybody should down. Yeah. I'm done. Not not in my name. Ah. Oh, I really I mean it is that bad. I don't I you know, go through no, the it is that bad. go through the newspaper with me today and you will see that there is not one thing other than the rescue of these kids that will Other than the rescue of these children who who we seem to care about, forget the others. Well, because there was such drama. This was, yeah, this was a drama. Okay, back to business. Let's keep abusing children. Right. And, uh, yeah, our president now is, I guess, about to land in Belgium, where he will go out of his way to offend every one of our allies, um, people who have stood with us, for the last 70 years and before, our allies from World War II, he will offend them, and then he'll run off to Helsinki to be with the guy he loves and who somehow owns him. And I, I really wish, I really wish that we someday will find out what the hell Putin has on him. Uh, Roger Cohen in in the Times today does flat out say it. Um, The question remains, why is Trump in Putin's thrall? Why? Granted, he may be uh, drawn to Putin's bare-chested strongman style, but he also may be compromised, essentially owned. Uh, whether by Russian intelligence or by his own dirty financial dealings, and that's where I think it is. I'm sure that's more likely that they've been they've been there's a lot of money that was paid for things that shouldn't have been paid for things. It's a giant laundering operation. That's what I think. And I, I, you don't have to get you don't have to have anybody peeing on beds in front of him. There's far more important stuff. Exactly right. Exactly. We have another call. Caller, go ahead, please. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Susan. Yeah, I'm in complete. In terms of uh, Trump being compromised, of course he is. 
um, no money gets laundered on any major scale uh, from Russia or the, the Eastern Bloc without Putin knowing about it and having a connection and getting a payoff. We, we, all, know, we all know that. In the, in, ever since he assumed power, that's been the case. So I don't think it has to be anything salacious at all. It, it goes back to Trump's financial dealings. I agree. But so that's why. So why aren't we, how much more damage can he do before it can be proven? Correct. And, you know, in that sense, you know, we really are saying, look, I, I would certainly say that even as a constitutional republic, we've always been an oligarchy. There have been studies done that have shown that, you know, the wealthy and the powerful and the connected get their way even when public sentiment is against them, against them about 75, 80 percent of the time they get their own, you know, they, they sure. get to the, 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 the policies they want enacted. Right now, we're flirting with naked fascism, nationalism, and a kleptocracy. Um, so, and it, it certainly does go back to this notion that some uh, acts are just, uh, some, some official actors are just unaccountable to any law. I mean, as, as you said, if you and I did the sorts of things that Kajerson, Kajerson, whatever her name is, um, I'm sorry, I guess I should, especially with my last name, I shouldn't go over at anyone else's last name. But uh, I just think she's, as, uh, as Samantha B. said, she's Fajilla Fajit. Um, you know, we'd be in jail. You, you don't defy a court order. No, these guys just, suffer you know, no, consequences, no consequences, ever. They suffer um, no consequence. Perjury. Oh, no no consequence. No contact with the Russians. Yes, you did. You perjured yourself. Jared Kushner. Multiple instances right. of perjury and right. doctoring official documents to well to, to get a security clearance. Yes, clearance reinstated. I'd be in prison. Yeah. But this even goes back to you know the Obama administration not pursuing financial criminals. There there were these giant mortgage lenders who forged signatures. They had lost the records, so they just forged signatures. They forged signatures. They backdated them. Or look at uh, Wells Fargo. Yeah. Cheating customers. Yeah. <laughs> no one's in jail. To... I know. No one's in prison. I know. Because yes, prisons are for uh, are for black prisons people. Prisons are for people of color and yeah. and and poor people. Right. That's what people prisons color, are for. You know. And people who you know. It's no, really no one who's, who's much more than about middle class. You know. No, unless you steal rich people's money, you know, a la Bertie Madoff, then you'll go to jail right. too. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That'd be about it. If you're a millionaire stealing from yeah. billionaires, then you go to jail. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's yeah. the only. That's the only way it happens. That is true. But hey, John. Thank you. I for, would just say. Okay. Well. Thank you very quick, much. Okay. Bye. 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 Um. Oh, 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 Margaret writes to say that the Confederate flag is coming back to the South Carolina State House on Tuesday. Of course it is. That was just a temporary lapse in judgment. <sighs> Susan, I don't know. It's, I, I'm sort of mad at anybody who's not freaked out, you know. Although, well, no. I mean, it, it it does demonstrate a certain lack of awareness of how how bad this really is. Yeah. Cause and how I don't know how we fix it, even when it ends. And that's right. I frankly don't see it ending. No. And um, you know, we got a lot of work to do. But that's what I was saying. We can't we can't be so dismayed that we stop remembering that we have to change this. Even if it's a step at a time, that's what we have to do. Well, one I was talking yesterday about one of the good signs is that women are rising up. Women are running for office. Women are, uh, you know, uh, you've got a lot of instances. We have two here in western Pennsylvania, and then we have got the uh, race in uh, in New York City where young women coming out of the woodwork and working their tails off have knocked off incumbent strong men who have well, they're, they're fairly you know remarkable women as well yeah so I was looking actually the the number of women um, 
One of the reasons Pennsylvania is as backward as it is is we've got next to no women in our um, in positions of power in this state. This state's outrageous. Never, you know, there's never been a female governor. Never been. Has there ever been? Well, a, you got to convince women to vote for women. You know, if if the women but, would vote for women, that wouldn't be. Well, that, an but issue. it has to be the right women because we have we got women running who are every bit as reprehensible as men. You got to have right. progressive women. Uh, women, um, in terms of legislatures and um, and women in the legislature, I mean, it's it's outrageous how the percentages, how few, how how little women. Uh, I mean, women make up over fifty percent of the population, right? In Pennsylvania, they have less than one-fifth of uh, representation. And uh, I think there are certain states that are really amazing. Arizona is a state that loves being governed by women. Forty percent of their legislatures, they have... Yeah, but a lot of them are right-wing women. That's right. Minnesota, 32 percent. Colorado, 38 percent. But, you know, the fact is that a mean woman is meaner than any man. Okay. We've got, actually, callers lining up here, Sue, so we got to get to the phones. <laughs> Hello, caller. Go ahead. Is it me? It's you. It's you. Oh, wow. Because uh, I called once and got a busy signal. I said, look at Lynn getting busy signals calling her show. That means you're doing something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, and there's Did someone on there's someone on hold too. Yeah, there's someone on yeah, hold. Yeah. I just want you to know. Yeah, I thought I was at the end of the line. I'm the, that's when that, that beep came. So I said, oh wow, I'm, I'm first. Anyway, uh, being anxious about the future. This reminds me of after 9/11, when um, somebody called. I was lined up to you know to vent my frustration, and somebody called was in line before me, and she was from Nevillewood, you know, the rich section worried about her grandson and all this and things that are going to happen. And as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, oh, uh, you're kind of like uh, a black mother who has to put her little son on a bus every day to go to school before she goes to work. Right. Uh, <laughs> they got yeah. the white people's yeah. attention. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and the same thing went through my mind. I'm like, hey, welcome to my world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you live in a world of anxiety. You know, you just don't know what's going to happen that day. That's right. I just put something on Facebook about my turn signal going out last week. But I was on the road, and I went to make a right turn, and my little flasher flashes really fast if, I, if a yeah. ball burns off. Yeah, right. And I right. instantaneously got worried. Because oh you're, yeah, you're driving while black, <laughs> and you're going to get stuck. Yeah. yeah. I want to get pulled over. It might not cost me my life, but it might cost me some money. You know, it's like, well, you know, I was anxious the whole time, you know, until the next day. Like, and I know, I was in Scott Township, their chief of police, I played basketball with him, and I'm, that's going through my head. I'll just drop Jimmy's name. And oh, my <laughs> God. See, isn't that, so that's real anxiety, because isn't yeah, that uh, something? Because my turn signal went out. That's it, my turn signal. I, my turn <laughs> signal has gone out. I don't have that anxiety. But you yeah. should. You should. Yeah, I'm just worried. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, it's like, if you know, it's, could it? Could I just happen to get pulled over? And I've been pulled over. Well, let me tell you something. When I was younger, I bought this is like 1990, 89, a ten-year-old Cadillac. I got pulled over that thing so many times it was ridiculous. <laughs> because, because you, you should. Know you ran the yellow light. You know you didn't stop dead. <laughs> you know, it, it, it was ridiculous. We're, you know, we're talking the crack era, and I'm pretty young. You know, it was a, some old man car that he sold me for like $3,000, but it was clean, you know. And, you know, I am a black guy, so I have to drive a Cadillac. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I got at least it. That, at least then you did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was, the, the, I don't know if I mentioned this, the other day I was out on the street, I think I did, and this uh, this beautiful convertible Mercedes or something with a, a black guy driving it was on Smithfield. And I looked at him and I thought, geez. Football player. I thought, well, I don't know. I thought, you're either really brave or really, I don't know, stupid. I mean, because it seems to me you're just asking for trouble. Isn't that something? 
Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> and, that's, and that's one of those things where, you know, you say privilege and people don't understand. So huh. yeah, you, your turn signal can go out. You can go over the speed limit. I got to go to speed limit. Yeah. You can, you can just pause at a stop sign. I have to stop dead. I count. I actually count. One, two, wow. three. I don't care if it's the middle of the night and there's nobody around. You should see the, you, you know, see that's, the it's, it's, yeah, it's so true because if I see a speeding car and it's um, a black guy in it, I think, oh, God, what are you doing? You're going to be dead. I just, I mean, that's a different, it's a different reality. I understand that now. I don't know that I did yeah. before. Yeah. It's one of those things, is, thank goodness for the iPhone. Yeah. You know, Steve Jobs, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the people are filming this stuff and people are like realizing like, oh, wow. <laughs> it, it does happen. Yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we should, okay, real quick, guys. We, we should uh, get somebody else in here, uh, Clarence. But it's me. But it's me. <laughs> no, Bye, kidding. Clarence. I'm, I'm kidding. Goodbye. Speaking Bye. of privilege. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye. But it's me. Bye. <laughs> Caller, are you there? Hello? Oh, now, come on. Hello? Hello? Ah, uh, no, Hello. they went away. Oh, hi. Oh, no, there you're there. Are. Hi. Uh, hi. No, uh, I that call makes me feel guilty. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, right. Are you a, are you a white male? <laughs> yeah, I, well, you should. I am. He's indeed. a white was a... feeder with working with non-working flashers. <laughs> well, no, I was I was thinking there was a very brief time. The only taste I ever got of that as a white male was I was driving. I was living in West Virginia in kind of a crappy neighborhood. And I get, I don't know what the deal was. My, I was driving a crappy car, and the, I was pulled over repeatedly in that car for some reason. That's never happened any other time in my life. <laughs> Uh, I don't, and I don't really know what the reason was. One time my turn signal was out, but I had just bought it, so it was sitting there on my lap. So they let me go for that, and then they pulled me over a few days later for being my car matched the suspect of something supposedly, <laughs> but I think I think they were making that up. So I, I don't know. Huh. Oh. Um, but yeah, that. But that really what he's describing is pretty frightening. And the other thing that's frightening is what, as soon as you said, "Well, why are you said you feel that way every time you see a black man driving?" And I thought, well, they don't have to be driving. They can be just standing still, you That's know, at, at this, this point. And yeah, yeah. 44% of the country will defend whatever happens. That's right. That's right. Just uh, being alive while so, black now is a, is a, clearly is a, puts you in jeopardy. Yeah, black or uh, brown. Brown, yeah. Uh, you know, regardless of age, the only thing that, like I think he may have joked in the somebody's joked in the past. The only thing that protects you is if you have a uterus wrapped around you. That's about it. Right, right. Uh, and not always then either. But the, which brings me to what I was actually calling about because I haven't heard. I keep hearing people saying, and you guys, you know, that abortion is going to end. But what I keep thinking would get more people involved is the realization that prior to Roe v. Wade was. What was the ruling on birth control? Connecticut versus Griswold? Yeah, it was Griswold. Yeah. And does I occasionally troll pro-life Facebook sites, and those people, I can guarantee you, are looking to get rid of birth control too. And that, for whatever reason, that never comes up. I would think that would get more people's attention. <laughs> well, they've uh, done a good I job at. I just want to say they they've done a hell of a job at limiting access to. Uh, abortion in some there there's whole oh, states yeah. where you can't so it might nope. be legal but if you can't yeah, yeah. get it it's it it doesn't matter yeah, and I, also I access totally to birth control yeah access yeah. to birth control so, like, as well the discussion really needs to include not one but both since both yeah. rest on the same legal yeah. footing correct yeah <laughs> so, well and I you know I think that there are people. They were just dismissed. Well, I'll never have an abortion, even if what is it? One third of women will, and but what's the percentage of women that use birth control, and what's the what's the percentage of men that are happy that their women are using birth control? And that's pardon true. my phraseology, but yeah, uh, no, it's so I really true. think that would get some people's attention. I don't uh, think. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think, as Susan was saying before, <clears throat> once you have something, 
I'm losing my voice, sorry. Yeah, once you have something, it's hard to take away. I'm not, um, I actually, this is one of the cases where I wish the Democrats weren't just automatically (laughs) knee-jerk screaming abortion. I think they do it because it gets people's attention. There are a lot of other things that this guy could do that are equally bad. Oh, yeah. And it's. And it's not that easy. Roe v. Wade is is the rallying cry, but there are decisions, you know, after Roe v. Wade that solidify it and are a whole lot more what we rely on now than actually Roe. So I don't, I'm not so worried. I mean, I think, you know, that as you were just saying, that it, they'll just keep on They'll chip out away. They'll and chip and chip and chip. There'll be places where you can get them and places where you can't, but they won't. I'm not worried about that. And I, and I think that, that we really need to be, you know, smart about which issues we identify and, and, and instead of these insistent, uh, exhausting rallying cries. I, I think you're right, but this, these are people. 18 months ago, there were a lot of things I didn't worry about, and I hope uh, these people do not hesitate to overturn precedent. They don't give a shit about precedent. No, they don't. I agree. And, uh, I agree. Uh, well, he's know, on record that Kavanaugh's on record that he does. So yeah, that's we'll the see. one thing. We'll that there's 200 years of precedent that said the first, the Second Amendment didn't give you a personal right to a weapon. That, we that is true. That is so. true. Right. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, that was a, no. that's those, some of those people are dead now. So, <laughs> oh, anyways, dear. I'll go for, uh, Frightening. Uh, I'm going back to. I'm not listening to the news for since uh, ever since Kennedy announced his retirement. I stopped listening to the news except for the things that pop up on my phone. So I'm kind of out of it. But well, there was a report. Well, there's an there's an NBC. So I'm pretty horrified that you're going to. I'm very stressed that you're going to be gone for a week because that means I have to find something else to listen. <laughs> well, that won't be hard. There's a lot of stuff out there, and and anyway, Wrong. I'm turning I'm turning into a gibbering idiot. I mean, I am really in need. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we all, all are. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy your week. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy you yourself. Too. Yeah. Thank Bye. you. Bye. It's not even right. a matter of enjoying myself. I'm just trying to reclaim myself right. in my life. It's just, uh, God. I'm I'm a little concerned that you're coughing. Just at the and you're losing your voice just at the thought of going there again. Yeah. Let's not I, <laughs> last time I went, I got so sick. Yeah. I well, yeah, right. It's all part and parcel of the same thing. Anyway, I no. What I was saying is, I think it's very hard to for people to even imagine that uh, there won't be access to something like ready access to something like birth control or or abortion because it's been there for so long but it can be taken away and i think it's people can't believe that we could find ourselves i in that situation well we yeah. sure could sure i'm could. just reminding you that there were a lot of jews in uh in europe that just didn't believe that that yeah. could happen yeah yeah Oh dear! And I'm gonna make I'm gonna use that example again because that's exactly where we are. Yeah, we're in a really frightening place. It cannot be overstated. Someone just sent me a bumper sticker. I like this impeachment. It says it's not just for blowjobs anymore. I love gallows humor. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we have an explanation for why this woman almost killed the 91-year-old man with the, pummeling him with a brick. Uh, supposedly, he had bumped into her toddler on the sidewalk. And then others joined in, kicking him in the head. Well, so we know who everybody knows who everybody is. I don't know. Uh, they've got to. I mean, they got to arrest all these people. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Jesus. So. Um, I I don't I don't understand where. Uh, well, I do understand, but I I wish they would all go back into the holes that they used to live in and and permission to behave thusly were taken away yeah yeah it's not like they didn't always are 
fellow countrymen didn't always feel uh, have this hatred and vile cruelty in them but at least they knew that the norm was they couldn't voice it openly like in polite society but Donald Trump has destroyed polite society and all the norms that were holding certain things in check and I mean the only good part of it is we're all now um, aware you know you can't be yep. kidding yourself anymore about who we yep. are and uh, about and, and how hateful a human being is capable of being and, a and whole still lot of them. think that they're allowed to go out in polite society yeah well oh god so here's some here's do you really think that the supreme court or any federal judge should have a lifetime tenure I mean, I think you could give them, that's a part of the Constitution. When the New York Times points out today that when the founders, you know, said the Supreme Court position was a lifetime uh, position, uh, life expectancy was about uh, 40 years, you know? Yeah, I think that that's, uh, I think that's sort of ball. I mean, those, uh, that was, that's an average, and, but the people that were sitting on the court were, uh, well fed, um, a much easier life than the other people, and they tended to live. That's true. The founders were all older, right. Yeah. So, um, and I think what we're finding is that people do retire if they, you know, are not up to it, um, and, uh, the whole point to having the lifetime appointment is to free them to behave responsibly. And well, that ain't working mo- anymore. In many, many cases, it does free them to behave responsibly. Well, not we've had li- more people that rose to the occasion than didn't. And I don't I'm know. sorry that we have such good examples of didn't available now, but. Uh, you know NBC News is reporting did you hear this that um there were suppo- that they have a source that says that Justice Kennedy was um in talks with uh Trump or the administration um over when to do this not yeah. only when but he had he wanted the assurance of who would replace him he said I'll leave but I want to assurance and um, if that happened is that that's not kosher and in fact the guy who Trump chose who we might have chosen long ago and all of this show was just as usual a Trump show because you had to look like you were looking but it could be that Kennedy is the one who picked Kavanaugh well I don't think there's anything anywhere that says that he's not allowed to have input no i i mean is it is it uh usual no but i don't think that there's anything anywhere that says that if he feels that he has some power to wield that he couldn't have well wielded it it's not like he's asking to put his son-in-law in there you know or asking for gain he was asking for influence and you do know about, speaking of his son-in-law, you, you do know about his son. I do know about his son-in-law and his, his relationship son. to Deutsche Bank. No, his son. Loan. It's not his son-in-law. It's his son. Oh, his son, yeah. His son yeah. is the one who, when no one else would give Donald Trump money, he did. Deutsche Bank. I'm just saying. I don't Lots know. Lots of it. Huh? Lots of it. Lots of it. No American bank would loan Trump money because he was a bad, bad bet. Yeah, he never pays it back. But somehow Justice Kennedy's son over there at Deutsche Bank didn't have a problem. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Suze? Yeah. I, I wish I had something fun for t- our last ten minutes. But I don't. 
I don't even have anything close. Me either. Did I, you see I, that I at Wimbledon? My total brain output at the at the top of the show. Okay. Well, thank you for that because I was. Oh, here. Someone's got strange okay, but good you news. Talk, I'm going to cough. Okay. Oh, well, I know this, William. Don't tell me anything else. All 12 of the boys and their coach made it out of the cave. I know. We know that. We know that. I want, I want to we know We want to make sure all the rescuers out. are out. Right, because the last people that are in there are um, a doctor who went in when they were found and stayed with them and uh, another, like, rescuer people. So, yeah, we need to get everybody out. And I guess they will. They got this down. So Wim- they, got, they got it, and the weather cooperated. Cooperated, thank God. So, hello? So Yeah, sorry, I'm joking. Uh, there's this thing I've been, you know how s- smart houses and people who have, you know, Alexa and s- all these other things in their uh, house and stuff, which I just can't stomach. Um, there was a story of some time ago, which I haven't brought up, but since we're on, like, nothing but miserable stories, I will. But it turns out that uh, men who like controlling their women or like abusing their women are finding that all of these technological so-called smart gadgets are just wondrous ways to abuse and terrorize women. Uh, Of course. Because they're saying there's a new pattern of behavior in domestic abuse cases tied to the rise of smart home technology where abusers are using it to constantly monitor every move their woman makes while she's at home, Uh, controlling the house so much that uh, the thermostat, without the woman's ability to control it, can be turned up so she's roasting or turned down. Uh, Doors lock. She doesn't have the override. uh, That this is happening a lot now. Do you believe? Well, and just think if you buy a smart house and you sell it, and and the owner, the previous owner, maintains the ability to fool around with you or their teenage kid. You have to be very smart about that. I mean, basically, when you buy something like that, you have to replace, you know, you have to recode and or replace, you know, some of this stuff so that that can't happen. I don't know why anybody needs to have the stuff in their house. The what? I don't. Why? I, Things that, like, turn on lights or turn on. I don't right, get it either. it's all a hazard. It all comes with far more issues Negatives. than it solves for you. Exactly. For example, those key fobs. The key fobs on our damn cars. We should carry them in aluminum foil. Yeah, I saw that the other people, day. Why is that? Why Why are you supposed to wrap the Because other in? people can access the code and start your car remotely or disable your burglar alarm. My burglar alarm came with key fobs, which I keep in a wrapped in aluminum foil in a metal chest so that if I set my alarm, somebody else can't unset it. It's really, I mean, it's, it's, it's apparently so easy that anybody wanting to do it could do it. Wow. Well, I, it's beyond me. It's beyond me why my, my anybody would want um, these things. You know, you, it's absurd. Well, especially when they, you know, I, well, there's all these, all sorts of things that are beyond me. I've never understood why people had sex link, sex tapes of themselves or naked pictures of themselves, right. which got stolen right. and put over, you know. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I, so I, I mean, certain things simply weren't going to happen to me. But still, I wouldn't want one of my devices to simply decide to send all of my pictures to every, you know, some random person in my contact list, which has happened. 
Well, you know, uh, anytime you have these gadgets, they are just ripe for abuse. And, uh, oh, yeah, there was this terrifying story about how much China is using this stuff to totally control its people. So that even any average Chinese person has got to believe that they are being watched all the time. Now, there are so many cameras in China trained on every public space that uh, right. and and they're constantly monitoring doing facial recognition of crowds well, and finding immediately New York Lynn walk the sidewalks of New York because if you don't think that that's what's what New York is like after 9-11 you're wrong well, that's if right you don't no think I know that people are happy that they, that it's that way you're also wrong yeah no and, uh, no, here too. There's cameras all over the place. You know, and we do give up a little bit of our freedom for what we perceive to be a greater good of some kind of security in these mass situations. And the, but then you know we have to trust in our government ah. to let them have this information. Ah. And right. there would be the rub. There would be the rub. I don't like to say rub rub during the Trump administration, but go ahead. Why? Oh. oh, Susan, what do you mean? I mean, how does... Ev- oh, God. Well, Milton, thank you. Milton has sent Claire's me something. put up something the other day about on Facebook, by the way, to, uh, saying that uh, research shows that the youngest child is the funniest. Oh, you think? Who says that? It doesn't, it's not research. a, yeah, research. You know that guy. Yeah, Mr. Research. <laughs> he he and uh, Mr. Expert are, uh, yeah, pals. It's so, the same as people say. Yeah, people say. So Milton has sent me a list of words, synonyms that were used in Old English for um, for people who are talking nonsense. And these are good. We've heard all these before, but balderdash Cod swallow. Balderdash was the first one that came to my mind. Yeah, balderdash. It is thought to have originally been a random mixture of frothy liqueurs, or or the foamy water used by a barber to shave a customer. That was balderdash. How about cod swallop? That's good. Um, bunkum. And that was actually uh, from a guy in uh, North Carolina in 1820. Uh, who said, uh, so that's not old English, uh, was making some stupid speech. Uh, and he was the congressman for Buncombe County. His name was Hiram Codd. Anyway, poppycock. Well, by these terms, we've got to include confefe. C- confefe? Yeah. I guess true. Poppycock either comes from a Dutch word for soft poop, or from the Dutch expression meaning as fine as powdered doll's excrement. What? As fine as powdered doll's excrement? Uh, yes. Where do you well, want to start? There's an image. <laughs> well, I don't even know where to start don't with you that. Just picture a porcelain doll with a painted face pooping talcum. <laughs> Yes. Yes, exactly. Little piles of exactly. pooped talcum powder. <laughs> Poppycock. All right, that's enough. That's enough for me. Let's end it there, Poppycock. Because, uh... Okay, bye. Well, have a good trip. Thank you, Susan. I'll talk to you before I go. And, uh... Oh, okay. I assume so. Okay, yeah, yeah, bye. and uh, bye. <laughs> she can't get away fast enough. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You're released. Bye, see ya. Goodbye. See ya. Bye, bye. Bye. <laughs> and you guys, I'm I'm gone until uh, at least a week from this coming Thursday. Um, although it might be longer, I really don't know. I'm right now feeling like I just. I'm done in. So, uh...
I don't want to. I don't want to let this guy destroy me. <laughs> but he kinda is. I am not the toughest character. I'm. I'm not. I'm very fragile in my way. So I. I yeah. I got to go lick my wounds. And um, uh, I wish I could say I'll miss this, but I won't. I mean, I literally can't do this right now. So I'll see. I hope in a in about a, a little over a week. Okay. Um, Everybody for themselves. Everybody take care of yourself, okay? Whatever you have to do. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.